Welcome to the Serendipity Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Hanna, and this is our first episode of the podcast. I'm the co-host, Max, and uh, this isn't something we really thought we would be doing. You know, podcasts nowadays, no one really listens to a random podcast. You know, you usually get people like the Misfits, or you get Joe Rogan, or you get Pat McAfee, you know. Those people had a... people had audiences before they got into podcasting so it's gonna be a little more tough for our situation but i feel like we can do it uh our expectations you know they're low at the start but i think you know after a couple years or a couple months we can be millionaires yeah i mean i hope we can make money off of this because i don't feel like getting a normal job anymore yeah don't work at amazon either amazon's a terrible place to work at you heard it here insider insider information we might get shot for this one (laughs) jeff bezos is gonna Go up to my house. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to go to space next month. You know that. Really? Yeah, he's gonna launch himself into space. Fucking crazy. Yeah. But uh, for this uh, first episode, we want to set some uh, some things that we do every week, and one of them is history. Max and I, the way that we became friends is we went to the same school, and we had a, we pretty much took every history class together. Um, and that's just kind of how we became friends and we like history. We know a lot about it, especially European history because our teacher was a jerk and he made us do an unbelievable amount of work. But because of history, we want to do a little weekly thing called this day in history. So Max is going to take that one away for us. So today is June 8th. It is a Tuesday. Uh, on today in history, Muhammad, the founder of Islam, he died in 632. Uh, he died in the hands of his third wife, uh, Aisha. It was his third and favorite wife. Oh. And he died in Medina, which is current day Saudi Arabia. Interesting. I mean, I learned about this at a world conflict class this year. And I learned about Muhammad and how he had a vision and that made like the one text. I can't remember what it's called. I, it has it has a different name. I don't really know what it is. But yeah, uh, Muhammad, rest in peace. Brother. Not much of a religion guy myself. I, I would consider myself what, atheist. Because it's not atheist. Religion, not religion is not real. Religion is not real. I'm not very religious either. I don't really care about it. But Muhammad was considered uh, one of the most influential influential uh, religious leaders that had founded any religion ever. So pretty significant that he died. Pog champ. Pog champ. <laughs> uh, what else happened today? James Earl Ray. You might remember the name. Uh, he was a suspect in the MLK case. Uh, he was arrested today in London. He escaped the Missouri prison when he was held up for, or when he was arrested for uh, holding up a random person. Uh, the police waited one year to go after him because they wanted to make sure they got him. They didn't want him to get away because he was on his day, he was on his way to current day Zimbabwe. And in March 1969, he pled guilty and took 99 years in prison instead of the electric chair. And I also saw something like a few years ago when I was researching this for one of my classes, he tried he tried like pleading like 29 times over, or not 29 times, he pleaded dozens of times over 29 years that he was guilty, so. Really? Crazy. Because you know, think about it, what if MLK didn't die? Yeah, you know, what if he didn't get shot? Things I mean, could have been different. Things would have been a lot different. I mean, that's that, that's the butterfly effect, though. You know? Yeah. That's how everything is. Like, that house, what's that Baghdad house or whatever that, that had all the information in it? I, I have no idea. Oh, there was some house like a thousand years ago that burned down that had all that uh, revolutionary like information. Are you talking about like the, the library. library of Alexandria? Yeah. Yeah, they burned... Who burned? Oh, wait, no. Hitler burned that down, didn't he? 
No, there was one that burned down that had like a bunch of current day like tools and information in it. And um, we talked about it in that history class. Uh, if it didn't get burned down, I wonder how far society would be, you know, without it. Because it took true. them all those more years to uh, develop and, you know, come up with things. But yeah. I mean, Hitler also did that too. He, I mean, he literally had, he, he had his... Uh, his army or whatever you call it. He, he had them burn down so many different libraries, destroy paintings, destroy a lot of historical stuff because he wanted to, pretty much like that would cripple like future years of like different like nations and stuff if he didn't conquer the world, which obviously he ended up not, but imagine if he did. Yeah, I feel like uh, there'd be no coming back from that. There'd be no way to stop him. Exactly. Like even things with that, like with uh, other countries just burning and tearing down like you know national monu monuments that's like you know the french coming here and taking back the uh, statue of liberty or you know how 9-11 happened that's what they were doing with the symbolism and everything but it's crazy people get really weird ideas and then they'll just burn down things they'll destroy things they'll put things up it's weird yeah but uh the final event that happened on this day was uh in sports the nfl and the afl announced that they were merging together and this was huge because these were the two football leagues they weren't they were rivals with each other and they ended up coming together and uh the first super bowl took place later that year and the packers ended up winning against the afl chiefs 35 to 10 in los angeles absolutely blasted absolutely blasted and now you know now current day rogers is trying to get out of there he's trying to go to denver get the hell out of there is that where he's trying to go? Uh, I haven't been following that. He might be a Jeopardy host at this point. Like, he's not showing up at practice. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. They just yeah. don't give a shit anymore. I don't know. That's what I don't understand. Like, that's that's what I don't understand about teams. Like, for example, the Steelers with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was just being a jerk. And in case you didn't know, Austin. <laughs> oh, that's my last name, by the way. Austin is a uh, Steelers fan. Yeah, Max. <laughs> Max is a uh, aren't you a Patriots fan? Yeah, I'm a Patriots. Yeah, and fan. he likes Tom Brady. Listen, how can you not? Like, he is the goat of sports. The goat. The goat. I can't. I can't argue with that. I mean, he's won. He's won the most Super Bowls. He's got like the most touchdowns. Seven Super Bowls. He has all those playoff records. He has all the main reg regular season records. He has more Super Bowls than any team, any franchise. Yeah. In the sport, how can he not be the goat of sports? I never said he wasn't the goat. No, doesn't mean I, you have to like him. <laughs> no, there's a lot of people that don't like him because of that. And now they went to Tampa and won. It's people like, what are they supposed to say? Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, super team. It's like on Twitch, you know, whenever they have like the polls and there's like the doubters. It's like doubters <laughs> are like rolling in their graves right now. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> double voice crack, double voice crack. But uh, it's like the doubters they're rolling in their graves. You know, everybody's like, oh, you know, he's only good because he's in the Patriots. Yeah. Bill Belichick. And then that was the argument. He went down to Tampa, and they were like, let's see, you know, who's going to win this year, Bill or Tom? And you know what? People, even even then, people were like, oh, no, Tom had a super team around him. Well, Jameis had the super, and he had the same exact team. It was Jameis Winston. They went 8-8, eight and eight, and he, he couldn't even get him to the playoffs. Yeah. And then Tom Brady comes down there, he walks in there, kicks ass, and kicks the NFL's ass. Beats the shit out of him. And then Patrick Mahomes running for his life in the Super Bowl. It's crazy. Yeah. How can you not like that guy? He's 43. Turning 44, I mean, he's a pretty he's a pretty good-looking guy. Wouldn't you say so? You asking me that? <laughs> yeah. I never really thought about that. I don't like look at Tom Brady. I'm like, oh, he's a pretty attractive-looking man. Listen, I'm a, I'm a straight guy, right? I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm straight. There's well, nothing... no, I'm not. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying I don't I don't like look at someone. I'm like, oh, that's that's a that's a pretty good-looking person. I'm like, 
you know, a more like personality. Like, is he a cool dude? Yeah. He does seem like a cool dude, like outside of sports stuff like that. Oh, outside of New England. I you, you got that like, you know, that you got that bill pounded in their system, you know, like, oh, you do your job and do this and do that. Super serious. He gets to Florida, he threw the fucking Lombardi across the I, I can't remember what river yeah. that was. Doesn't give a shit. I don't know. I don't know rivers. Avocado, tequila. Ge- geography? No. We are not ge- geography experts. We are history experts. Yeah, I wouldn't. Of the eastern side. Eastern side. Well, I mean, what, what else would you do? We're Western. We're America. We're, we're like history experts. The Indies. Of Europe. We know a lot about Europe, European history, like defenestration. If you don't know what defenestration is, that's pretty much you push people out of a window and you kill them. Exactly. That's what defenestration means. You can look it up. Guillotine. Guillotine was a... I think everybody knows what a guillotine is, though. Yeah, but I feel like people don't like... It was used up until, like, what, 1960s? Oh, I didn't know that. It was used for a while because it was just... It's still a efficient way of killing yeah. people. It was efficient, but then if the... I remember just like anything in history. They like, but if the blade gets stalled, then it would take multiple tries to kill somebody. Like hacking it ahead, yeah, kind of hanging on. He's like, "Are you gonna get it over with yet?" Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Once they once they perfected it, like once they got the blade sharp enough, they would just cut right through their heads in the basket. Their body would fall. And this, my friends, is pretty much what serendipity is going to be like. We were talking about the NFL and the AFL merging. Then we talked about Tom Brady being a good-looking guy. And now we're talking about people's heads getting chopped off. This is pretty much what to expect every single week. Hitler made an appearance earlier. We are talking about Hitler. Hitler? Yeah, we talked about Hitler, too. Burning libraries and paintings and stuff. Fun fact, I'm Jewish, too. He's Jewish, too. Speaking of Hitler, 3%. 3% Jewish. I don't know. I I, I haven't done any of that. What what did you do? Uh, I did 23 23 Yeah, I... I think I we have one of those um, things that you like do like a, the kid or whatever. I haven't done it yet. I probably should. Well, speaking of that, my mom won't do that because she thinks that if she does it, the government's gonna get her DNA. Conspiracy theory. That's what, I. I mean, that's a huge conspiracy theory because a lot of people believe in it. But like, think that they're gonna like clone her? Not clone her specifically, but like you, you're supposed to spin a tube when you do it, right? So yeah, you, and that could go anywhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, you send it in. They have your DNA. So like, if you commit a crime and your fingerprints there, they got you. Uh Max's mom is gonna be committing crimes out here. My mother is going to commit a felony and then not get arrested for it because her fingerprints not the. Not in the system. That's exactly how it works, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, we're not condoning crime, though. No, no, no. Of course not. We're not condoning crime. But, uh, yeah, that was, that's pretty much what we're going to be doing every week is this day in history. Next week, it'll be me. We're going to alternate, so I'll be the one that reads them this time. He he researched them yeah. before we did this, uh, before we started this. Um, but I think we should go on to our next topic. And what would that be? And this is something that I, I looked up before we, uh, where we started this because I thought it'd be fun, but we all love SpongeBob. SpongeBob is one is literally the highest grossing TV show of all time, I believe. It's our childhood. It's like millennials today. I mean, that's what they grew up with. Yeah. They got all those OG episodes. I mean, how yeah. can you hate it? SpongeBob's really poggy. I've watched a lot of SpongeBob. I used to watch it every day after school, sometimes before school, but usually I usually wake up super early, so I never watch it. But I love SpongeBob. I think most of us like SpongeBob. Recipes. Steven Hillenberg. I watched it clear into my, like, teens. Like, I watched it yeah. like, 15, 16. I still, like, whenever I, if if I'm at home and I'm, like, eating something, I got put on SpongeBob. I can't, like, I can't have, like, the news on or politics. I can't do it. For some reason, like, whenever I do that, I can't, like, but when I watch SpongeBob, oh, I can just be chilling, you know. You can eat your snacks. You can watch SpongeBob. You're chilling, relaxing there on the couch. I mean, it's a good day. Yeah, it's, uh, chilling. But, uh, the SpongeBob theories, thought this would be fun. 
Yeah, I've never heard of them, so when Austin brought it up to me, I was kind of uh, intrigued. But he told me not to look up anything about it, he told me not to look into it. I kind of... So it's like conspiracy theories, right, about Spongebob? Yes. These are things that fans have come up with. So we're gonna... There's ten of them, so we're gonna start here with number one. Bikini Bottom is the result of nuclear testing. Really? That's a, It's a theory. What so, do you think? Um, no, I don't, I don't even see how that could be. I mean... Spongebob in itself is just, like, a really weird, like, if you think about it, it's a really weird show. Like, a sponge, a, a starfish, a squirrel, a squid, crab. I mean, you know, it's it's a good show when it's pieced together, but when you break it down into pieces, it's just really weird. Yeah. Here, I'm going to read the description here. One of the most popular Spongebob Squarepants theories claims that Bikini Bomb is located direct, directly underneath Bikini Atoll, the Marshall Islands Atoll, where... The U.S. government conducted 23 nuclear tests during the Cold War. That means SpongeBob and his friends are aquatic mutations whose bodies and minds have been warped by the nuclear waste above. The Bikini Atoll Theory... I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, by the way. The Bikini Atoll Theory would also explain why everyone in this modern underwater community sends letters and dresses like a dad from the 1950s. I mean, I've never heard that theory, and I thought we were going to be like... like oh spongebob and sandy are getting married or whatever like not like do you okay okay well that that's a that's a good point to bring up do you think if there was an ending to spongebob or spongebob got married he would get married to sandy no. like, do you think he would have a relationship with her or would it be with somebody else um because they didn't they say that spongebob's like he's asexual he's asexual so he or he's like non-binary or something like that uh, they'll make up anything nowadays just like oh spongebob's asexual squidward's bi mr Krabs is yeah. lesbian well, I mean, if, if Mr. Krabs is lesbian, um, I well, because SpongeBob's like in in the first season, SpongeBob's like thirteen years old. Really? He's thirteen. I believe, I believe so. I believe SpongeBob is like thirteen. I, I'll have to. I, I would have to look it up, but I, I'm quite confident he's thirteen in the first season, or he's a, he's like a teenager, I believe. Yeah, it would make sense. It, yeah. The show started in '99, but his birthday's coming up here soon, actually. Yeah, because I know they they always posted around Pride Month. Yeah. Oh, that's that's how we found out he was uh, asexual. They posted it last year, or not yeah. last year, the year before that he was asexual. So I guess I mean I guess he can't get married. I mean he can, but it would be pointless yeah. to get married to Sandy. Also, Happy Pride Month to all of our. Oh yeah. Hey. Uh, LGBT. Uh, LGBTQ. <laughs> plus, I don't know. Listen, I'm sorry. I don't. I I, I get that mixed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> But shout out to all of all of you guys. Yeah, you guys are brave. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's what's the next theory? Next one, number number two, number two. The main characters represent the seven deadly sins. What would those be? Okay, sloth, pride, glee, greed, <laughs> greed, gluttony, lust, envy, and wrath. Okay, so which um, one is which? Patrick is sloth. Uh, Mr. Krabs is greed. Uh, Squidward is wrath. <laughs> Plankton's is Envy, Gary is Gluttony, Sandy is Pride, and Spongebob is Lust. That actually makes sense. But Gary is Gluttony? I think Patrick... Okay, I know that Patrick... Okay, I think Patrick and Gary's could could switch. Be because Patrick has done some insane stuff. Like, uh, whenever they get caught in Squidward's stomach, they get shrunk down to like, the submarine. Spongebob... I mean, Patrick, he's like... 
he says something super scientifical because he pretty much like suggests that like Squidward burps to give like enough gas to harness and he was like we can filter the CO2 through our ballast tanks yeah. and like ride the shockwave out of here and he says something like super scientifical and it's like Patrick has those moments those like brilliant moments where he's like extremely strong but he never like does anything with it it's just something random that happens it's not his fault it's his brain it's like remember that episode where like he fell off the cliff and yeah the brain coral wrong brain yeah but you know he he does so I can understand the sloth because sloth doesn't necessarily mean that somebody's lazy. Sloth could also mean, you know, they don't they don't meet their potential, like what they could be. Like Patrick is extremely strong and he has those like brilliant moments where he's extremely smart for like so some reason. Maybe his brain doesn't click or something like that. So that's like him not living up to like what his potential could be if he was consistent. But also Gary Gary's a snail, but if you looked in the dream episode, in, inside Gary's mind, he's extremely intelligent. Like, he has, like, that library that he reads in, and Gary has done so many things. Like, he he does SpongeBob's taxes. Yeah. Like, when SpongeBob gets the newspaper, he, he takes the rubber band and gives Barry... Uh, Barry? <laughs> Barry Allen. <laughs> Barry Allen gives Gary the newspaper. Like... I, it's... I, I feel like... Steve, what's his name? Stephen Hilberg? Stephen Hillenberg. Stephen Hillenberg. I believe that's where. I mean, he probably didn't set out with that. You know, oh, yeah. people can make whatever they want. He was just making a show. Yeah. I know that a lot of, like, I know that, like, the voice for SpongeBob and stuff, they they always said that that's a really good theory, but, I mean, it's not true. That's yeah. not, that. I don't believe that's what the intentions were. I find it shady that Nickelodeon waited until he passed away to start making the spinoffs. Like, they're making that Patrick spinoff. Like, the, they are? Yeah. They're making a whole spin-off show about Patrick, I believe. That other there's another weird one where they're all animated and everything. Not like regular animation, like uh Talking about like the movie? Like no, that? not the movie. It's something like that, but it's not it's like weirdly more human animated instead like of the, the stop motion animation, yeah. like the like they're kinda like clay. Kind well, of those ones are really good, like this like this like the Christmas one of those and like the Halloween one, those ones are really good. Mm -hmm. But let's uh, move on to the next one here. That's a really good theory, though. That one. I would a, say that's probably the most believable one. If, if there was to if be there a theory was, about yeah. it, then that would be it. Uh, number three, Squidward is SpongeBob's guardian. How does that make sense? While SpongeBob loves spending time with his neighbor, Squidward tolerates him at best. So why doesn't Squidward move or quit his job working alongside SpongeBob the Krusty Krab? According to a Reddit theory, SpongeBob's secretly rich parents hired Squidward to watch over SpongeBob, whom they suspect has ADHD. Though they worried about how their son would fare on his own, they wanted him to have an independent life, so they bought Squidward a nice house. How else could he afford it on a fry cook salary? And gave Squidward a loan to help him move next door. Squidward has served as sort of a guardian ever since, and SpongeBob's parents purchased a deceptively modest home for themselves nearby so they could spend more money on travel. I don't like that. No, the, I don't. The, I mean, they're not really portrayed as rich in the show at all. Like, I mean, the, they're parents, so like, why would they need a guardian over SpongeBob? I mean, yeah. And the, the thing is, there's so many episodes where Squidward wants to move away. He tries selling his house in the first season. Yeah. He would never do that if he was actually SpongeBob's guardian, because if his parents were super rich, then he would definitely tolerate. As annoying as SpongeBob is, he would definitely tolerate that for the sheer amount of money and never even consider moving away. Or anything like that. I mean, he literally, there's so many episodes where he's trying to move away or get away from Spongebob. I think this one's Cap. Yeah. Or Cap. You really just say Cap. I did. Back he said cap. cap. Max said Cap, folks. Okay. Number four, it's all about global warming. Probably assume Spongebob Squarepants, who lives in a pineapple under the sea, is a sea sponge, right? Wrong. For this metaphor to work, he needs to be a kitchen sponge, representing human waste and pollution. 
Mr. Krabs, as SpongeBob's employer, stands in for large co corporations that cause pollution, while Patrick, as SpongeBob's best friend, is Western civilization, i.e., lazy and the main cause of the world's pollution. Squidward is the li liberalism that calls for action against climate change, but because no one shares his interest, he's constantly ignored. Nice. Again, that's like that's a reach. Yeah, that is a reach. I think a lot of people are for the environment. Yeah, like a good amount of these theories would probably be reached, but like the, the Seven Sins one, that makes sense. Like when you find things that one that is makes intertwined. Sense. That one is intertwined. That one like has a lot of stuff behind it. That's just like chance, you know? Yeah. Like it's just really weird that it would come together like the way it did. Uh, number five, this one's a good one. Krabby Patties are made from crabs. They are. 100% believe this theory. 100%? 100%. Okay, what is it that makes Krabby Patties so delicious? It all comes down to a secret ingredient that only Mr. Krabs knows. And there might be a sinister reason. Why he's keeping it under lock and... Oh, wait, I kind of... I did a really weird pause right there. There might be a sinister reason why he's keeping it under lock and key. Many Redditors, of course it's from Reddit... Many Redditors believe Mr. Krabs is a cannibal who makes his burgers with crab meat. He has killed and served up all his crab friends for the business, which is why he's seemingly the only crab in town. Oh. Exactly. This is why this theory makes sense. <laughs> and even some and some even speculate that the long-absent Mrs. Krabs was a victim of his scheme. Maybe she was patient zero. Maybe that's how well, he Well, no, because... Him. Well, there's an episode where Mrs. Krabs and... Um, Plankton, they get, they're like gonna get married. That was his mom. Oh, I thought we were talking about his wife. Oh, Mrs. Cr That's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm so stupid. I'm so sorry. I read that completely wrong. Maybe she's patient zero. And then he, I don't know how Pearl's his daughter. Like, that doesn't make sense. I mean. I mean, adoption, maybe. Like, she may. There's another theory. Left. There's a, there's another theory for that one. That but no, the, the Krusty Krab, isn't it confirmed that it looks like a crab trap or whatever? Yeah, but th there's a back there's a backstory that um whenever he first gets the grocery crab it was it was a, a retirement and he uh -huh. bought it it wasn't he didn't do that on purpose he, he just bought like a it's called like the rusty crab and he turned it into the crusty crab I feel like a lot of information like this is just in the new episodes that I mean the, after like a couple seasons not a couple seasons after like a good 10 11 seasons show fell off a bit you know well oh actually. First, like, five seasons, God Tier. I feel like anybody can say those are, like, the God Tier ones. All, all like, the most entertaining episodes. The OG episodes. Then, like, six through ten were not that good. I mean, they, there's obviously the gems, like, the God Tier episodes in those seasons. But, like, seasons, like, especially one through three, all, all the episodes are just bangers. Like, absolute banger episodes. Yeah. Um, but seasons, like, 11, like, season 11, I think, I haven't, I don't know if I've seen that much season, but season 11 slaps. I actually watch it. You know what? The animations are all different. The show does feel different. It's like the episodes are really good now. It's like there's been like a like a, you know, kind of like a revitalization of it. It fit, like the the, sh the episodes are good in my opinion. I feel like it's hard to watch now. Now I mean I mean, granted we're grown up, you know, like we're not kids. We don't sit around. We don't watch TV, you know, as much as we, as much as a kid would. But a lot of these newer episodes, like the like I didn't know that about the Krusty Krab. Like I didn't know his retirement home. I'm not sure where that was, but I feel like that's a lot of new information that they're you know, putting out that, you know, a lot of people wouldn't know now that a lot of people don't watch it anymore because we're not kids. I mean, granted, if you watch Spongebob and you're, like, what, 25 years old, no one cares. No one gives a shit. Like, it's cool. Like, yeah, good for you, but, like... Yeah. It's... A lot of people don't watch it anymore because it was something that you watched as a kid. Yeah. Um... Next theory. And this is a counterpoint to the, the one we just talked about. Oh, okay. Um... 
the patties are actually vegan. And the reason reasoning behind this is crustacean customers get all the great seafood taste without the soul-sucking guilt of eating their best friends. It's why they prefer the Krusty Krab to the rival Chum Bucket, which serves actual Chum, not imitation fish parts. Because Chum is just a bunch of fish parts. Oh, shit. That so that would sense. be cannibalism. That makes sense too, though. But what would the secret ingredient be? We don't know that yet, do we? No, but I'm saying like that. Well, like well, whatever the imitation fish parts are would be the secret secret ingredient. Whatever that would be. Is there anything that would be cannibalism else on the Krabby Patty? Like, I know there's lettuce. What is there? Ketchup. Lettuce, lettuce tomato. I know they onions. did an episode. Oh, yeah. Well, the only I, thing that would be cannibalism would be the patty. Those two makes, yeah. I mean, those coincide with each other, though, you know? And patties or crab patties. But um, then, how come you see no crabs? Like, how come there's no other crabs in the town? Yeah, the only ones are the ones where he goes out of town for that convention and he sees exactly. them. Well, oof. That's, okay, and these ones, I think the these last three are very far-reaching. Um, the main characters are, this is number seven, by the way, the main characters are each addicted to a different drug. <laughs> <laughs> so much for a kid show. Um... SpongeBob takes room since he has a hyperactive imagination and the capacity for both joy and panic. Good, but joy, good trip, panic, bad trip. He says that in parentheses. <laughs> Patrick prefers weed, as evidenced by his slow speech, carefree attitude, and frequent bouts of the munchies. Squidward's moodiness and poor job performance could be attributed to heroin abuse. Okay. <laughs> While Mr. Krabs and Mrs. Puffs's ill tempers and paranoia might be signs of a cocaine problem. <laughs> I mean, you know, whenever Mr. Krabs, like, you know, whenever he smells something, it, like, makes that noise. Yeah. That's just what I think of. Has a really good sniffer. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a theory, you know? Like, you can say that about anything. Like, you can say, like, oh, the government's doing this or that. I feel like that one, that was just made for, like, to get the clicks or whatever, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, a child show about, like, characters taking drugs, yeah. I mean... You ready for uh, another far-reaching one right, here? Let's, like, yeah, let's hear it. Number eight. Spongebob is a veteran suffering from PTSD. <laughs> a veteran of the sea. Okay, here we go. Um, some fans have picked up on strange similarities between Spongebob Squarepants and military veterans. He wears the same thing every day, wakes up at the same time with a horn, and addresses his boss with vaguely militaristic terms like, yes, sir. If Spongebob is a veteran struggling with PTSD, he may have some weird verbal tics and seek stability in a full-time fry cook gig and quiet neighborhood. Although my issue with that is, like I said earlier, in the first season, um, in the first season, he, uh, like, 13. Yeah. Unless they're, you know, haven't, I mean, unless they're using kids in war down in the bikini bottom, then that can't be true. There's also another one, it's not on this one, but another one that I saw where, uh, he has like he's in a coma or mrs puff is in a coma mm -hmm. and that it's all like events that are happening in her mind and there's another one where spongebob does have ptsd but he's reliving his life if he didn't go to war uh, like in his past like whenever he was like happy and there wasn't like anything like horrible going on in his life yeah those aren't on here but starting at like 13 like the show how it does i mean unless there was a big jump which there wasn't i mean you just can't say that he was in war i mean yeah. oh yeah spongebob was wielding a AK-47 down there in Bikini Bottom defending <laughs> from sharks and shit. It's just... It, that's another one just for clicks. You know another one is... Again, it's not on here. These are just ones that I'm thinking of right now. Another one is that... You know how there's no dolphins except for the one dolphin in yeah. the movie? Yeah. The theory is, is that there was like a genocide where they killed all the dolphins. And um, another one is... 
I mean, this was, this was debunked, but like, you know, the, the one where they swore and it would make the dolphin noise. Yeah. And then people thought like, if you read the lips, it's they were saying dolphin. Oh, really? Um, they were thinking that they can't say the word dolphin because the dolphins were like eradicated or like there's some like species that's like evil. Yeah. But that one, like, I feel like when they were swearing, quote unquote, like it was like, oh, Neptune or whatever. And it was like, it made the dolphin noise. I feel like they wouldn't be saying dolphin or anything. You know, what would they like? What, yeah. What's but a like, swear word? But it actually makes sense. It's like the cannibalism one. Like, you never see crabs, but you never see dolphins. Why haven't they animated a dolphin or put a dolphin in any episodes other than, like, the movie? Maybe, maybe Stefan had something against dolphins. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, All right, what's our final theory here? Uh, no, there's two more. Oh, there's two? Two okay. more. What's our last Don't theory? rush it, Max. Nine. The show is a metaphor for pre-World War II Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is right in our wheelhouse, isn't it? Yeah. Like so many discussions on the internet, this theory begins with Hitler. Oh, there we go. He's he's come back in the first See, episode. This, this whole thing. Full, full circle. circle. Yeah. Um, the logic goes that Squidward, a failed artist and kind of a jerk, oh no, <laughs> with a squid superiority complex, represents Adolf Hitler. He wants to get rid of SpongeBob, who embodies the Jewish evil. Okay. <laughs> Patrick stands for German ignorance. He lives alongside SpongeBob and Squidward, but seems totally oblivious to their toxic dynamic. Sandy Cheeks is America trying to free the Jews, SpongeBob from Hitler's Squidward's tyranny. <laughs> Finally, Mr. Krabs represents the rest of Europe, which looks down on Hitler and Germany for its role in World War One. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that, that's my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. Not not that that was okay or anything. <laughs> yeah. That, that's like when you're putting things together, you compare Squidward to Hitler. That is Hitler. the that is the definition of grasping at straws right there. Yes. I can understand the Seven Deadly Sins one. I can understand the cannibalism one. That is quite the shortest straw out of the bunch yeah. so far. So now, if you ever see SpongeBob, you're gonna look at Squidward and be like, "Is that Hitler?" Patrick the Stoner, Mr. Krabs the the snorter, the cocaine Squidward, user, the heroin, the heroin Hitler addict user. Her yeah, whatever the heroin Hitler user is. Okay, final one, because we're taking a lot of time on this one. Final one. Uh, SpongeBob and Squidward's homes are remnants of a tiki bar. Yeah, it says, what do you usually see at a tiki bar? Paper lanterns, flaming cocktails, pineapples, coconuts, stone tiki heads, and a bunch of... What is that? What is that? Bow? Fox flowers? Fox flowers. I don't know. I can't pronounce words. I'm so sorry. We're just history buffs, not spelling. Yeah, and what do SpongeBob and Squidward houses look like? A pineapple and a stone tiki head. Well, it's an Easter Island head. Didn't they have an Easter Island episode? Like, where they went to see Tiki's or whatever? There was one like that, wasn't there? There's a who, ha, yeah. who, Tiki, Tiki. tiki, tiki. Well, no, what happens is they made uh, Squidward's Wonderland. Yeah. There's all, like, the Tiki stuff. And SpongeBob did it because Squidward, like, could never be happy. Maybe that's when Squidward that was, was like, on heroin. That was, that, that was the episode where he's like, I can't seem to get happy. Maybe this will help me out. And he puts the rope around his neck. I mean, it's like the it's like the clam or whatever, but yeah, it literally looks, clam it looks like he's literally about to... Okay, there's one more. There's one more I want to say, and is one. that Mr. Krabs is Pearl's sugar daddy. I like what? He calls. Oh, you know what? That could make sense. Though. Okay, because the whole uh, the whole reason behind this is because she always says like, when obviously there's usually only like small children call their dads daddy, but most don't. They usually just say like dad or, or like papa. Poppy. I don't know. Poppy. That doesn't that mean daddy? <laughs> Poppy crabs. Poppy crabs. But she always says, like, daddy, daddy, daddy. And she always asks, like, uh, she wants to raise on her allowance. You know, she has an allowance. You know, 
She's in high school though, so that's like a, that's okay. That's number a, one, that's that's number one. That's a bit that's a bit weird. We don't condone pedophiles on yeah. Sandipity. We don't we don't condone that. So number one, that's where it's kid show. Number two, you know, it it makes sense just the way that it like you know the way that it kind of is. But Mr. Krabs is a cheapskate. Like he doesn't he doesn't actually like buy pearl anything. She has to raise on her allowance. He gave her, gave her like a dollar, right? Like if he was her sugar daddy, he would be buying her. Like he would be spending a lot of money on her maybe that's why he's cheap though because he spends all of his money on you know like relationships like that or like remember when he was trying to get with miss puff and he bought yeah, and her like he spent a hundred thousand dollars on like the restaurant exactly and he and he just bought everything you know so like maybe when he, mr krabs is like real smooth with it. yeah that's true that's true you know but that actually that couldn't make sense but yeah that's pretty much all the time we have for today thanks for joining us I'm your host Austin. I'm signing off. I'm going to let Max give the final goodbye. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in to our uh, pilot episode, Serendipity. Uh, if you don't know what serendipity means, it's the occurrence and development of events by chance in a happier, beneficial way. So a fortunate stroke of serendipity. I mean, this is what this podcast is going to be. We're going to be talking about random shit. We're going to have fun doing it. We're going to be happy while we do it. And we hope you join us along for the ride. Thanks for tuning in, whether you tuned in on a phone, a computer, a laptop, a brick, a Nokia, a smart fridge, whatever it is. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Peace out.